season two. Let's go. <clears throat> right. Welcome, welcome, guys. Uh, change of location for me. Alex says it sounds a lot better, but um, I'm just going to be fucking still chatting breeze like I normally am. Uh, James, you're already laughing, so give us a shout after your stag, mate. I haven't watched um, any football, so it's all your fault if this episode just, shit. Just in case anyone's <laughs> interested, same location for me. I am in the same room. <laughs> season one. Yeah, good, good stuff. Uh, Baker over in Didsbury, give me a shout, mate. Afternoon, mate. How are you doing? Oh, yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, actually. I'm in the same place as well, just in case. Oh, just, just for clarity. Just, just for clarity. And I've got a re- uh, reappearing guest again, uh, Steve, um, our, our resident Liverpool fan. Give us a shout, mate. All right, boys. I am in a new location as well. I live in, well, about 10 minutes from Old Trafford now, which is ironic. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, wonder, I was going to say, I wondered if you'd moved there because I remember we were in Warrington, weren't you, last time? Always riveting chat on this, guys. Yeah, we've done the location <laughs> bit now. <laughs> right, so obviously still got some transfer stuff going on like we had in our pre-season episode, but we're going to officially call this... Four-play episode. Yeah, four-play. Well, there you go. That's all we need, mate. We don't need anyone else listening. We've got the four best people <coughs> listening to us. Get on with the penetration now. And uh, Well, yeah, we're going to give action from round one, as it will be called. Uh, we're not going to do a match of the day roundup like we did last, last year. We're just going to keep it light and breezy and just, you know, chew the, the fat. Is that the word? Yeah. Transfers still going on as as we always as we did last week and uh, Baker's eye on Europe. Oh, and also predictions top six, um, bottom three. Hope you've got some of them in your heads already, boys. Get fly through this and uh, as Brentford flew through Arsenal on Friday. Oh, segue, um, segue, mate. <laughs> uh, and if you see it, I only seen the highlights, but it, Arsenal looked. <laughs> I had seen I didn't watch the match didn't watch the highlights but my I mean, god I fucking love it I watched it and it's the least least surprising thing to happen this yeah. week did, did anyone expect anything else it was no. kind of just written in the stars wasn't it yeah it's like your mum telling you she's going to buy you a Lamborghini for your birthday and you know it's coming but when it's on the drive it's quite nice to get in and drive around still <laughs> what fucking car do you have mate I, I, I only get the bus so you know <laughs> <laughs> say I beefers over here um, okay can I just say something about all the games first I know everyone has said it before but how much better is it with fans back in just to, oh, mate. the noise is stuck capacity crowds so much better so much better just that the thing that gets me the thing I, I didn't realise I missed the most is not so much the noise it's the dip in the noise just before a goal goes in when you hear everyone stand up and it's that inhale of breath and then it's ah fucking love it that's the best bit. Yeah, man. It's so, and like, I think they just had two really good features to kick us off. And like Brentford, in the, Brentford are in the new stadium, first time in the Premier League for 70, 74 years, I think. And they're playing Arsenal, who are about as durable as a wet paper bag. And it's great. I mean, the, the second goal, you've seen the highlights, right? The second goal is just like, just fucking long. It's Rory Delap. Rory Delap shit there. Exactly. I thought I was watching Stoke. They're in the same sort of kit, aren't they, Brentford? Like, I didn't really know what was going on, mate. Like, that was just... and. Stoke were always shy. Uh, Arsenal were always shy against Stoke, weren't they? So there you go. It's just I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying they actually played no, like Stoke. No, they don't. They don't. Yeah. But that goal definitely, like very. <laughs> and I feel. Uh, what do you think? Oh, go on. I, feel, I feel a bit bad for Ben White though, because now that he's playing for Arsenal, he's just like I don't think he realizes what he's got himself in for. Oh, he missed. Okay. He missed. He missed a load, a load of headers, and people are already writing him off as like, oh, he's shit in the air now. <laughs> I was like, oh, 
he's only playing Lukaku next week. He'll be fine. Oh yeah, I was thinking that. You know, I was watching the probably exact same thing as you were watching on Sky Sports with Carragher and uh, Neville their breakdown of it, and they've already oh. started destroying him. And Wait, he's going to get bullied so hard, hey. man. <laughs> he should be yeah. ringing Childline next week. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, what do you think? Do you see any of it? So yeah, so I've seen the full. I saw the full game this one because it was on the Friday night. Um, just great. Like they probably set the tone for the weekend. I thought Arsenal were awful and we'll probably come on to that in a bit more but like just the whole thing at the end where like Franks is doing like a little lap of honour and that and like all the crowd are going mad they were obviously going to beat them like they just weren't it was no other way really was it they, they should have come up maybe a year or so ago maybe it served them well that they didn't but yeah it was, I thought it was great who was who was the, the striker that Arsenal started like I'd never is some kid wasn't he like Arteta fair play like he's given when, it a good shot when Young and Lacazette Ill, yeah, both of them were ill. Def- something's definitely going on, isn't it? I don't know what, but there's mumblings of of stuff going on. But uh, just throwing him in in that kind of situation, first game, of, I don't know. It might, maybe it was no other. I think I, I, honestly, I think there's, I think there's a lot more issues past who he started at striker. To be honest, I think fundam- there's fundamental. I mean, we said this several times last season. Um, but there's, there's fundamental issues in that team that aren't being addressed really and haven't been addressed in the transfer window. Bringing in Ben White for 50 million quid, <laughs> fuck's that about? Like, thing, you've got so many other holes you've got to plug. The thing is, with Arsenal now, they're in such a, a situation where what is it going to take? How many transfer windows is it going to take, or how much are they going to have to spunk in one transfer window? Like two, 150, 200 mil in like I don't a transfer think, window. I don't think to... one window is enough. I think yeah. it's something that well, needs they, to take place they, over the next three or four or five years and it's not started and I, I think in reality Arteta is he the man I, I, I just I can't see where he's going yeah. I was chatting to um, Liam Aussie Liam who's been on the yeah. podcast a couple of times last season Arsenal fan um, he feels so awful about what's going on at the moment like no hope at all he thinks he thinks they might be in a lead situation and that it, it just <laughs> collapses completely but I, I, I sort of you know patted him on the back and said no nah, it's probably all right mate but also did you know your under 23s lost to West Ham last night 6-1 <laughs> and he went great thanks mate <laughs> I'm not even sure what I'm not sure what they even can do in a transfer market now because they're not they're not an attractive prospect no no, no they're, they're not in Europe and They've got a fan base that are openly, openly rebelling against the owners. It's just not a happy. It's just not a happy, happy place to be. So if you're the players they're looking at going for, I mean, why would like Madison? Why would Madison trade in Leicester for Arsenal at this point? That would be a step down. They're still, they're still looking at Odegaard, aren't they? Is that what you're I don't see why he'd want to come back though. Well, they still couldn't ship Jacker. I know. Yeah, and they yeah, gave him an extension instead. They gave him, yeah, they gave him a massive contract. Jacker yeah. actively turned down European football to stay at Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> he must be good there. Oh, he's a he's a sucker for punishment. That guy. My God. Uh, Liam was Liam was going like, oh yeah, I think we'll get Conte in. I was like, in what fucking world does Conte go to Arsenal? No way. No way in America. But who would they, like if Arteta's not the man, who would they get? Who would exactly, they, this is what I'm thinking. Who would, yeah. they, who would they feasibly get? In, in our lifetimes, we are, we've witnessed this club just degrade over time. Mm. You know what I mean? Since about 2007, it's just got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And like you look back at the job Wenger did for the last sort of few years where they were just sort of limping along, but you're still winning them trophies. You're still winning them. I mean, I know Arteta won the FA Cup, but 
they were they were still they're still getting you regularly. Uh, do you, do any of you guys think they're going to trouble the top four this year? No, no chance. No, no way. I think they'd be troubling your lot down down in the higher, <laughs> higher teams, mate. Oh, mate you, can't, you can't get lower than bottom. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> the grumpiness starts. <laughs> um, well, I think we've ripped Arsenal enough of a new one, and to be honest, it's uh, well overdue. No way, mate. I'll be back next week because they've got Chelsea and City. Yeah. So. I know, I know. It's a hell of a start. They did need something out of that Brentford game, didn't they? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't only want to touch on this, maybe just to rub it in a little bit more with uh, from an Arsenal perspective with uh, Chelsea versus Palace. I mean, 3-0 Chelsea, Tuchel does look like he's... Um, He's got people, you know, in line sort of, don't you? And Lukaku still to come into that team is going to be naughty. But also from Palace's perspective, like these are the kind of games that Roy would have probably like, I'm not saying opening game, but he would have, he always put in like a defensive display and didn't want to lose. He would have minimised the, the damage basically. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas from what I've seen from the highlights, it seemed like Palace is actually just kind of were going for it under Vieira. And he said he wants to try and instill his style still, but I don't know. Like, that, that game is a free hit for him though, right? Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, very true. Uh, first game of the season against the European champions. No one's expecting yeah. anything. So, Which former Arsenal player, now manager, will get sacked first this season? <laughs> yeah, that's a good <laughs> question. Arteta or, or Vieira, yeah. But yeah, I think, I think Arsenal, I think Chelsea are going to be up there challenging aren't they well, well we'll get we won't even go into that we'll get predictions in in our predictions you section. fucking caught me off guard with this prediction shit mate I'm trying to think about it while we're trying to talk I've got a list well, you just written anything yet apart from Arsenal degradation <laughs> <laughs> you keep shut it up and uh, let's get Steve what do you think of Chelsea I think they are definitely a prospect for this season to you know sort of a uh, challenge City Liverpool United you know and maybe who who knows who else right yeah, I think they would have been even without Lukaku coming in, to be fair. Yeah. like He's like another level, isn't he? But um, it's nice. That, I don't know if it's through injury or not, because I see the bench had a few people on there, but that Chalaber who scored the third goal, like crying and that on the pitch, yeah. they were sort of saying that he'd been at Chelsea since he was eight, and they get a lot of bad press, don't they, for like like hoarding loads of players and loaning them out and never really using them. But it was good to see I could go the other way for a change, I think. Uh, that that was, it is a really nice story seeing that happen, but tempered somewhat by the news that I think he's still up for loan. This this oh season. really? Okay. I retract my last statement. They're trying to get um, the fella from Severe in Kunde. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think that also, like is Thiago not fit then? Because he was on the bench when he and Zuma was maybe going. Like, I don't know. I think Zuma's, Zuma's potentially out of the door. Yeah, we've just been linked with Zuma today, which is not going to happen in a million years. <laughs> you Eric Dyer, mate. You're fine. Would you want him? He's so fucking. Well, uh, the, the new don't seem to realize that Chelsea and Spurs don't do. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. sorry. Yeah, no, it was a nice story. I must admit. Obviously, Mason Mount and um, Re- no, Reese James was it from wasn't through their academy actually, was he? To be fair, um, yeah, they, in the last couple of years because of that ban, they had to push a few. Yeah, forward. they had to push but a few. Like, with Tuchel coming in, I thought that'd be game over again for it, but. I don't know. They are dangerous. They're all over the pitch. I think Pulisic is going to have a better year. Like he's dangerous. I think like Havertz is going to get better. In they've just got James loves to point out Werner can't have a worse season than they did last season, can he? Surely, like oh wait to see that Werner Lukaku hookup, mate. Where like, <laughs> Lukaku goes around three blokes, slots it into Werner, and he puts it rose in. I love it. 
The thing about that, that's the thing or about he's that. offside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing about Werner last year, no matter what he was doing and missing a ton, a ton of chances, he got fuck. He got about six or seven every game. I know. But like it could be, it could be worse. He could be just not getting them. I know. But he causes, he still causes havoc just because he's rapping. I do think he's probably just going to be starting out on that wing more, isn't he, and just trying to feed him. But anyway, we said we're not going to talk about that too much, so we will go on to uh, Liverpool versus Norwich. Uh, Steve, what do you think, mate? 3-0. It's, uh, I mean, like we said, it's kind of a bit of a, a given how, before we came on, that you guys uh, love it there, don't you? <laughs> yeah, they, they always beat Norwich, and I think it's credit to Norwich in a way because they always, no matter like if they've just come up or if they've been established for a couple of years, they always just try and play. Um, and, you know, some managers who don't do that get a lot of stick but get a point or two over the season. Like, Farker always just tried to do the right thing, but they're going to go down again, aren't they? I know we're not getting into predictions. <laughs> they're just too expressive. Like, they, yeah. they haven't got the, the wherewithal, I don't think, to dig in because they could have frustrated us on another day. Um, but there was no doubt in my mind that we weren't getting three points from the opening game. Was it Suarez who had just like a vendetta against Norwich? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw a, yeah. I saw a meme today where you know, there's that picture of him when he won the league with Atletico, and he's like crying on his phone. It was like <laughs> him watching like Liverpool bat Norwich again. <laughs> <laughs> do you, what do you boys think, like Liverpool wise? Because I know they've not really been anyone's predictions. I know we're obviously again coming to it, but like no one's really said much about him this year because yeah. I'm going to ask actually, like, are you just well? It's only one game in it, but from probably seeing preseason and that, how are you how are you thinking you're looking compared to last season, which was pretty a bit shit for you guys in places, wasn't it? In terms of injuries and stuff. Yeah, I think the team's better than it was the year we won it. Um, but I think there's other teams that are better now as well around them, mm. uh, like much much more so. So we were only really competing with City that year we won it. Mm. And now you, we spoke about Chelsea. We'll come on to other teams as well. There's like it's not been a gradual improvement as well. It's like some teams look really dangerous this season. I think. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. I, it's, hard to, it's hard to predict, isn't it? Did you see what Klopp said today? Was it today or yesterday? He said about transfers. Yeah, he said something about like he said, I'm not sure how teams like PSG, Chelsea, and City do it, but we're not allowed to spend the money that we make or something like that. It was a, li- I think it was either a dig at FFP and those teams breaking it, or a little dig at the ownership a little bit. I think. Yeah, I think it's probably a bit of a mix of both, really, because yeah. I honestly still don't really. I watched a video on Tifo, uh, trying to understand salary caps and how that was how that would. Oh, that's a bit big, big brain for you, isn't it, Daniel? I know, that's mate. Stuff to bake too it, mate. much for me, mate. <laughs> I try to understand it, and <laughs> I, it just it's still it's still a madness, isn't it? FFP is never going to work, though. Yeah. So it's so it's so toothless. Yeah. yeah, I think it had a chance. It had a chance a few years ago to actually make a statement and properly do something that would have knocked people back into their boxes, but they just didn't do it. <laughs> But how it's it's interpreted differently across the different leagues, though, isn't it? And that's a problem, like how it's done in La Liga again. That's why they can't sign Messi again and stuff. Like that kind of stuff is because they have a hard salary cap rather than us, where we just do it over a rolling three year, like a three year. Yeah. To be any which way you you cut it, it's not going to work. It's never going to work. And. Well, I don't yeah, know. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, United can't comment really because I mean, we just have mad revenue anyway, don't we? So it kind of never oh, really affects. You got, got, got one of them fucking commercial noodle partners. That's why. Yeah, exactly. That's the only good thing which Edward would actually do, did for us. <laughs> Ever. So, um, talking about commercial sponsors, actually, I know we got a little bit off off piece here, but um, sort of thing today, uh, yesterday, it was um, 
the Spurs have got Cinch as their sleeve partner yeah. now, which is a deal that's worth like ten million pound a season, I think. Um, Imagine you're off. Which is decent. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I saw a comparison with like how much that amount of money would be worth in the Scottish Premier League, mm-hmm. and it's like almost all their media deals aren't worth that much per year. Like yeah. the league media deals, it's crazy disparity in the finances. That's crazy. <laughs> them, shirt, them shirt sponsors are like graveyard weird things. Though, Do you remember when who I can't remember who it was. I think it was um, Everton had Angry Birds for a bit. Mm. And Did then- they? I don't think Arsenal, Arsenal had like visit Rwanda. They still got it, mate. And do you not see yeah, the Rwandan yeah. president was talking out against them? Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> done it. We run back on Arsenal again. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Right, right. We're bringing it around because we're going to have to get grumpy in a second because it's Mr. Baker's turn and uh, your lot uh, didn't. I mean, I'd seen the highlights and it didn't look like an open bad you know sort of first 20 minutes Newcastle versus uh, West Ham 4-2 to West Ham but did everything just collapse again Alex is that is that the Steve Bruce way again I mean in this this game in, in by itself we we ran out of legs second half we, for some reason we haven't used pre-season as a as a time to get fit like everyone else has and if anything we look more unfit than we did last season Steve <laughs> Bruce time. probably had the lads down the training pitch probably doing a presentation <laughs> on different sausage rolls or something wasn't he That's what your was. so you know one of our um, one of our coaches was a bit was with England over the Euros Graham Jones right and there's this like <laughs> I'm not sure if people actually believe this but they think that like anything good that happens is all him Everything bad is all Brucey went. Like obviously it's not the case. But it just seemed like Graham Jones forgot to tell him to make them run a bit before the se- before the season starts. But um no, I thought I thought we looked all right going forward, to be fair. And um we had Wilson, Sam Maximum, and Almiron on the pitch. It's an exciting front front three, but it's just we can't we can defend you can't defend like that. And uh, we didn't. We didn't deserve to win. I'm not. Gonna, I'm, not gonna, I'm not getting too grumpy about it just yet. Okay. Actually, I actually watched a bit of this, and I thought before <laughs> stupid sentence before uh, before you started to concede a lot of goals, I thought you looked quite good. <laughs> <laughs> but I, there was one point. It was quite like back and forth for a while. I thought it looked alright. Is that is that where we went wrong? Conceded too many goals. Yeah. Yeah. I I'll, think generally, like I'll write that, I'll write <laughs> that down for next yeah, time. Yeah. Um, then Bruce you an email, mate. <laughs> Yeah, mate, he doesn't know what email is. He's a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> um, the thing that I think well, might count against us this season is that I I reckon we are much, the players will be much happier without any fans. That's a terrible thing to say. Yeah, but yeah. the the mood is so, is on a knife edge constantly. It doesn't take much to push them over the edge. And, if, yeah. if you lose your first five games, or have one point after the first five games, fan oh, protest yeah. outside of St. James's Park, without a doubt, mate. 100%. Without a doubt. We're not. We're, it's not. It's it's just not a happy environment at all. It's no. like it's like, like just just like Arsenal. The same reasons. Like, let's, yeah. let's let's just take a second. When has it ever been? <laughs> 2005. Yeah, yeah. I was going to yeah. say what the heyday was year's, back then. What do you may think this year is going to be the year that the protests start? <laughs> but the protests never stopped. I think. <laughs> the, the only thing is, is that like the people who live there. It's so, it's part of their lives, and I, and I think they just believe that why should they punish themselves for. I mean, they're punishing themselves already by watching fucking Newcastle, to be honest. But it like the only way that it would actually make a change is if people stop going and they won't. But do you think a bit of like fan noise inside the ground might be good for maybe kicking Bruce out? I don't think 
I mean, the only the only person who can keep Bruce out, Bruce out, is Ashley, and Ashley doesn't care what the fans think. He's made that abundantly clear. This is his little piece of fucking play-doh that he can mold and. Because that, 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 that insinuates that he actually like plays with us now and again. He doesn't bother. He just we we're like I reckon he's all of the emails about Newcastle are like auto filtered to trash at this point. He doesn't care. <laughs> I just. But, I, I I like, <laughs> if you look in, if you look in Mike Ashley's junk bin, he's got about fifteen takeover bids which have just gone straight to the junk bin. He's like, yeah, nah, yeah. nah, I don't want them. Because and and what he does, he does this all the time. It's like the, his, the newest, the newest excuse for not spending any money is that he's spunking it on lawyers to sue the Premier League for not allowing the Saudis to take over and that's the reason we're not buying players because oh it's it's the Premier League's fault you could have had loads of players but uh, it's just it's fucking so transparent but anyway I said I wasn't going to get too grumpy so yeah. let's move on well <laughs> one thing which I did want to say is obviously we, we do rinse on VAR and we're hoping not to be ripping on VAR too much this season after making a few changes I still think we will but one good point in this game was Creswell's goal unfortunately for Alex did get ruled in after a VAR review which looked like it was um, who was it uh, Bo um, oh Bowden and Suchek touched it didn't they yeah. yeah yeah but they thought yeah they thought they touched it but it was actually just Creswell who touched it who was onside and it actually got reversed which obviously not great for Alex but you got to give a shout out to VAR when it actually does work and well, I, uh, just, I just added this at the end of the notes I don't know if you've seen it but I did want to touch this weekend like I thought VAR was way better and the referee mm. was way better this weekend it yeah, was way yeah. more free flowing it was way more lenient it was it was just a lot more like what people have been asking for for the last couple of years you know I think they're trying to take a book out of the uh, out of the Euros, aren't they? Take yeah, a page yeah. out of the Euros book, really. But I mean, just to give you a quick example, like City Spurs game, Jaffet Tanganga against Sterling and Grealish. He was roughhousing and basically, yeah, he did it two or three times. He got a caution from the ref, and at that point last season, you'd think he probably would have got a yellow. He got a caution from the ref. He did it again, so he dragged Hugo Lloris over and said. Tell your boy to like chill out. <laughs> yeah, doing it a couple more times. I don't even think he got a yellow in the end. But I rate that. Like you have to you have to let the laughter like it was too it was too much last season, is basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah, um, it was gonna be a work in progress as well though, wasn't it? Because I think yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be things that happen this season that people moan about, and then there'll be yeah. those again saying get rid of it, and like it's never the answer. It's I think like, the interesting thing we'll watch out for this season is is whether whether we do end up with a lot more like injuries because the referee is a lot more lenient. I don't know if it'll go too far one way. I'm not sure. We'll see. Maybe. Hey, it's nice they've given uh, Wilson the number nine, though, isn't it? I think that's a good move. <laughs> Trick and Joe Linton had any choice in that. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Joe Linton's trying to defend it. No, no, my shirt. I did so well. <laughs> nah, it's all right. Well, it's like Phil Jones, isn't it? He's not giving Varane the number four. It's absolutely scandalous. It's like, no, no, your shit. <laughs> Mate, you've, you've segued as well into that because I want to talk about that. Um, yes, Man United did do okay. 5-1 against Leeds, but... Oh, sh- okay, shut up, Danny. Right, let me explain in a second. But also, yeah, that is pure shithousery by by Jones not giving number four to Varane that for me is like like you said you shit mate give it up if if Varane wants it new what, size does Phil Jones still play for United mate yeah he's, when has he when's he even played for United he's been out with an injury for about the last fucking I thought you were making months. a joke Steve you gave no. him no no <laughs> no no he really does it's fucking I thought he'd long gone today. you yeah. gave him a contract for like 10 years or something yeah better. Where he gets paid in crayons that he eats. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've got a feeling he probably did say, yeah, you can have the number four, but he had a mouth on the Crayolas. And just <laughs> I like having you on, Steve. Whenever we have on, Steve, whenever you're on, mate, we always have a guaranteed episode title. <laughs> can you explain to me, Daniel, how beating a team that you are rival- you're rivals with this team, you hate each other, beating them 5-1. Hey, mate, they're not... A, how, like, that, how that, how that qualifies... Don't, don't even talk to me about Leeds, mate. Don't even talk to me about them anymore. They're not even... Don't even consider them a rival. Love it when we beat them, but fuck them, mate. Like, they're small fry now. They're nothing oh, for you. Shut you, don't, up. You, don't, you don't consider them a rival, you just hate I, them. Yeah, okay, right. Yes, it was nice to beat them. Don't get me wrong. It was nice to beat them 6-2 last season. But if I'm brutally honest, like I was I was a little bit skeptical. But as soon as he came out and still played Bielsa ball against Ollie and trying to come out and play, and Ollie's just going to hit him on the counter-attack, they're the perfect team to start against. When we actually have a team like, I don't know, Burnley or no disrespect, Joey, or you know, a team which is going to sit behind the ball. Unless Ollie's actually made any changes to how he tactically how he's going to play, I don't see how it's going to change. I don't really? know if I can I... deal with this for thirty more episodes. <laughs> you call the you call the grump for me, mate. That's I mean you got we've played one I'm, game, right? I'm, mate, I'm I'm ha- I'm happy, I'm happy, but I'm not overexcited. Five one, yeah, it's good. Ollie came out and said the real Man United are back. I'll take that. I'm oh, happy. Fuck like, off. I'll give, I'll give him that. If he wants if he wants to big himself up, fair enough, let him. But fantastic. 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 <laughs> we're still two we're still two players off challenging Liverpool, City, Chelsea still. <laughs> we are. They even oh, me, so you say still right, right, right. What, what let me put it into perspective. Who's gonna start most of the center uh, you know, two role uh, with with uh, in midfield? It's gonna be Fred and McTominay. Tell me right now, don't laugh. Fred and McTominay are good enough to win Man United the hey, Premier League. Fred off fire, man. That is that's not a good enough two in midfield <laughs> to win the Premier League. No, I mean I don't I don't think you ever had a good mascot to win Premier League. I don't think you will. But exactly. So it it that at the end of the day, if Ollie doesn't win something this season, it's over, mate. He's got to go. He has to go if he doesn't oh, win something God. this season. It's mate, you can't keep saying I'm building, I'm building, I'm building. Like which of the which of the former United players is going to be the first to get fired? <laughs> Shar or Brucey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, they'll give they'll give Sochar till the end of the season. Don't get me wrong. Like, and do don't know, get me do wrong. Know, it was do you not know genuinely scare me though. Conte United. <sighs> Cutting edge might come back, mate. Imagine that. Yeah, the players are too soft for that. Had- yeah, to be fair, Pogba will be out of the door within a minute. Can you imagine Solskjaer like giving people the air dry? You can't, can you? No. Oh, you've been fantastic. <laughs> you've been fantastic. You've been fantastic, but I need a bit more from your next game. Steve, yeah. as, a, as a direct rival, I would consider you a direct rival more than fucking Leeds. Um, what do you think, mate? Oh, Pogba could have done more. Yeah, Pogba, <laughs> don't even get me wrong, mate. Pogba can fucking go for all. I still fucking get rid of the twat. I'm done with him, mate. I don't care how many assists you get. I get think rid of United have got one of the best 11s in the Prem but it's never going to win you the league I do think you're right about those two midfielders and you don't really seem to be linked with anyone in that position but I don't know about Ollie having to win something this year I don't I don't know if winning Coops is like the absolute be all and end all because I who else are you going to bring in really like Conte ain't going to do Conte yeah. might win the league but he ain't going to be for long 
the the pressure the pressure on him now is too much if he doesn't win something after yeah. two semi-finals and a final loss if he don't win something people are just going to be it's going to be so much pressure by the end of the season like yeah, I was having this chat before with a mate. So he was saying that, like, obviously Klopp didn't win a lot when he came to Liverpool straight away, but he had the history of doing it. And I think, like, with Solskjaer not really having any sort of history of winning as a manager, like, it, it does change it a little bit. But I don't know if he necessarily needs to, like... I think another, like, final, for example, would be progress for United with the signings they've got, because they are kind of getting there. If it was the final of the Champions League, then maybe, maybe that saves him. If he gets second in the league in the final of the Champions League, that'd save him. Semi-final of the Champions League, maybe. But it, it's, he's got to win something this season, else it's... Europe League, Europe League final is a killer for you, I think. Exactly, man. Solskjaer. Also, yeah, can I... Can, I mean, I know we just, we just glossed over it, but can I go back to the inner workings of Graham Souness's mind? <laughs> He, he genuinely thinks that he expects four assists a game from someone. Yeah, else. yeah. So if Pogba finishes the season with 152 assists, he'll be like, oh, that's about par, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. I'd seen that on Twitter and I did lose my mind. I, like I said, I'm still Pogba out, but Graham Souness, it just needs to check himself, doesn't he? He's absolutely lost his little mind. I, I, I love it funny, but that pass for Greenwood's goal, I don't think I don't think there are many other players in the world who, who could have pulled that off. I agree. I fully, fully agree, man. However, at this point, he's still being a twat about his contract. He's got 12 months left. If it gets to January, he's going on a free... And I kind of just feel like at this point, I really would just want to get some kind of money for him. But, you know, it's probably not going to happen. And if he doesn't decide to sign a contract, then, you know, United have to eat it, don't they? Can you can you break that down for me? Because, like, is he actually being a dick about his contract? Because what is he actually doing? To, is he for, trying to force a move or is he just doing what he normally does? I don't know. This is a problem with Raiola's agents, in, uh, like players. Like, he just speaks for them. But to be fair, like they were saying, Pogba's never... He's... Raiola's come out and said in the past, I don't know, 12 months, he still wants to sell. He still, Paul still wants to move. I don't know when that was last, probably a month or two ago. He was still saying that he was interested in moving. And at that point, I was like completely just let him go. But the defense is you never hear directly from Paul Pogba. But whenever he does do an interview, uh, he never says, oh, by the way, Raiola was wrong. I don't want to leave United. You never hear him say that. I don't know. It's it's such a complicated situation with him. And from what you hear is United have offered him, I don't know how much, a set amount, which they're not willing to change on. And Pogba's saying, no, I want more, basically. Did he go free the first time? Yeah. And he was, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a scandal. Like, it'd be so scandalous to let him go twice for no more. Twice for a free after paying 91.5 million for him. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I think I don't. I don't think you can judge the player too harshly, especially in the, in in the case of like super agents like Raiola. Yeah, like him not coming out and saying my my agent who is personally enriching me every single day is uh, is wrong. I think he just. I think he doesn't. Even, I don't even think he probably thinks about it. Raiola just goes mm-hmm. out. And does, Riley goes out and does what he does, and it'll fuck <laughs> well, it, the it, fucks, it fucks the fans off. And it's not Pogba. I mean, he could come out and say, "Yeah, Raiola is wrong, whatever," but. But I, don't why, day, I don't know why he would do that because if he does if he does move he needs Raiola if he stays who's, who's the employer Raiola. who's the employer who's the employee at the end of the day Paul Pogba at any time can say right Raiola it's done I don't want you to be my agent anymore but why would he do that when he's getting yeah but, but he can if, if he wants to he could 
And at the end of the day, that's the issue, isn't it? Anyway, James's face is, is doing <laughs> one. So uh, on to what James really was looking forward to. And it seems like City's bogey ground is your new stadium, James. 1-0 to Spurs. Uh, we are fucking massive, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I was listening to it on the radio on the way back and uh, it seems like in the first 15 minutes it was going to be 3-0 City. Fair so right. it seems first like Nuno's minutes. managed to do something. First 15 minutes, me and Sean were texting each other and we were like, yeah, it's good to be back. <laughs> Normal services resumed. We were just under the cosh for the first 15 minutes and then we just switched it on and it was fucking wicked, mate. We We'd like... I wouldn't say we outplayed City, but we wanted it a lot more than they did. Across the pitch, um, the famous, you know, uh, duo of, of Eric Dyer and Davinson Sanchez at the back, which so famously flopped countless times last season, looked like a fucking brick wall, mate. Jack you know Tengenga. what was playing four at the back, wasn't he? Not three. Like two centre backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. was playing right back, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but then Ollie Skip would drop back in between the two centre backs. Yeah. What a game Skip and Tanganga had as well. Mm. Unbelievable, mate. Like I think it was a game I re- really struggled to pick a man of the match. It was somewhere between Skip, Tanganga and Lucas Moura. Yeah. I've, I've, I don't think I've ever seen Lucas Moura play a game of football like that. In in such a dancing round people, connecting balls, connecting players, uh, just not not being a not being a kind of Bruno Fernandez kind of figure, not pulling the strings and stuff, but doing what Spurs fans have always wanted him to do and, and beat a man, maybe beat another man, and then just put a simple pass on the end of it. Don't try and beat the third man with your head down and run into him, because that's what he used to do. Uh, yeah, it was a really unusual one from him. But if if Nuno's got him playing like that, then happy days. Portuguese connection, isn't it? The language connection. Oh yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel, I feel in, like you know, you know, you guys know how I was last season with the Mourinho sapped the life out of me, like you always said he would, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I generally feel quite excited. I know it's only one game, but I do feel excited for what's going to happen. Oh man, you, you think that's naivety? No, I can't wait until the next game when you got beat off Wolves or something, and then you're like, <laughs> fuck it <hell." laughs> Shit, Nuno out. Hashtag Nuno out. Nuno <laughs> out. I mean, you can't ask for more than beating the champions in the first day of the season, can you? No. And, and like to see the players like just fucking going for it, man. Like one of the big things in the Mourinho was the fitness and we just weren't running. We just like, as Broom loved to always remind me, just part of the bus, sit back. And, and it, it essentially was that towards the end of the season. So to see the players not only defending well, but also pushing up, the press was insane. Ali was fucking in everyone's shit. Was there a single player in that team who hadn't played for Marina? Like, it's, I think it's quite like a thing on him, innit? Like, I Marina probably sat there thinking. Yeah. I mean, the, probably the biggest defender there is Ali, famously, was left out of, you know, like 80% of the games last season. And I don't think we skipped was out on loan last season as well. He looks, he looks bigger now, Ali. So I follow him on Instagram and he like, he basically, you know, he obviously wasn't in the England squad or anything like that. He basically flew out to uh, Dubai with um, Carl Walker-Peters and was just at a training centre for like the entirety of summer, just like fucking drilling basically all summer. What's wrong with that? Why can't you just stay here and do that? I don't understand. (laughs) Mate, if I had an unlimited pot of money, I'd probably go there and do some weight. I'd be doing the same to be fair. (laughs) Um, I probably would do the everything I'll go there but just don't not do any any kind of exercise at all <laughs> yeah same <laughs> I think that, uh, that result though says more about City than it does about Spurs possibly yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. they, they look they looked so like classic pep overthinking ball you know what I mean three one nil losses in a row now that is for them European you know uh, against Chelsea then again in Community Shield against Leicester mm. now against you like it just shows if you had another striker you know what's 
but I Go think on, again at the second half they looked completely baffed. They mm. just didn't know look like they, like they knew what to do. Like the, the 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 game plan seemed to be get it out wide and cross it in. Because they've got no point of attack now at the moment. Like as much as I do, I do I do rate um, Jesus. Like I just think he is. I, I'm not sure he is a proper central striker. I think he might actually be. He's more never of a impressed me like massively. And and that Torres lad, I think he's shit. He's, oh he's, really? He's a wide he's a wide forward though, Torres, isn't he? Yeah, and, uh, he's being asked to play in a role that he did, he wasn't bought for that. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not saying that Pep can't improve players and move them around and do whatever, but you can't be too overly surprised when he's played sort of false nine like for one season, half a season, if that. Mm. If he's not that effective, yeah, it's like you were saying as well. That ground just seems to be cursed for Pep, doesn't it? Ever since that VAR one with Sterling in the Champions League a couple of years ago, <laughs> he needs to I get think- like a fucking witch doctor in us. <laughs> I was, I was like, I was listening to something else. They said they said something about the last four times that City have been to that ground. They've had seventy something shots and scored four goals. Yeah, no. Yeah. So like, there's, there's something about that. They just, they can't deal with it. They can't deal with the news. Yeah. They're just jealous. Their stadium's not good anymore. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I was saying this, and I don't want to sound like I was. Oh, I'm preempting this. I said this as soon as he bought Grealish for hundred million. Like, what? Oh God. He's still not got a striker. Like, sort strikers out before you spend hundred million on a. The window's not shut yet, mate. Yeah, okay, we'll see, mate, we'll see. Kane's fucking back training, mate, so we'll see. Anyway, right, very quickly. One, yeah, very quick. One word, basically, I need. Are Villa going to struggle without him? Oh, okay, not one word, but no, you don't think? 3-2 oh. against Watford at the start, no? They've been doing good business, mate. Yeah, just going to take a bit of time for uh, Smith to get him to jail together? All yeah. agreeing? That'd yeah. be fine, that'd be fine. Yeah. All right. I'm right. hoping no one's going to be putting them in the bottom three then when we get onto that section. Um, <laughs> transfers now. And obviously, I'm going to start with the biggest one, which wasn't actually fully agreed, but it has now been fully agreed, which was obviously messy last last time we did one. Uh, Alex, I know your opinion. I've already spoken to you about it, and you aren't best pleased as you uh, aren't PSG's biggest fans. But um, what, really? before we you get onto the. Like PSG? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know, mate. Steve, <laughs> what do you think of it, mate? I mean, it was a bit of a shock when it all came out but what do you think it's a fucking joke isn't it yeah. <laughs> um, we were talking about FFP earlier weren't we in like the yeah. but I mean it's it, I've seen a thing where it's on like more money than half the teams put together in the league I don't really know how it's allowed um, it'll be good to watch don't get me wrong like it's like a good it's like FIFA isn't it when you're about three seasons in and you get bored so you just sign the best players on the game they've, they've spent about 54 million quid on eight of the best players from around Europe and everyone's just not asked. Everyone's too busy like spaffing and buying shirts instead of maybe thinking it's corrupt as fuck. So I don't know. I think it'll kill I think it'll kill that league. I think the French league's already pretty bad. It's been long dead, mate. It's th- th- this is this this is the reaction to losing the league to someone else. You know what I mean? Like sort of the spirit of competitiveness. And I think the re- the reason that they can get away with this is because they're fucking chairman. He's on the UEFA board that investigates this sort of stuff. Why would he investigate himself? Nasser, Nasser Al-Khalifi is in, he's got his fingers in UEFA's fucking butthole constantly. <laughs> and also, they love they love PSG because they didn't do, they didn't, they didn't publicly go along with the Super League. So UEFA now think they're saints over there. I don't understand how it can, how it can possibly be allowed, but whatever. It's just shit as well. Seeing him in a different, seeing him and Sergio fucking Ramos play on the same team and it not be somewhere in Spain, it just feels wrong. So wrong. 
you know what? I agree with everything that Baker's saying, but also I really want to poke him more just to get more aggression. The more, <laughs> the more they keep getting further through the Champions League, the more I just want to come onto this and be like, oh, Baker, it is nice seeing them three up front banging goals in, and, and he just comes in with, fucking Ramos, I hate him, he's a gun. <laughs> Mate, you're like, you say like, you're the, you're the manager of like Clermont, been promoted first time in a few years. What's the point of even, but what are you going to do? <laughs> what is the point in turning up? You what, might are you gonna, just... what are you going to tell your players? Oh, we can nick something here, lads. <laughs> I know, yeah. They've only got Mbappe, Messi and fucking Neymar up front. <laughs> You're right. Stick, get tied to them. You'll be fine. All the other teams, apart from PSG, should have a big meeting where they decide that one team just takes one for the league. And just, like, snaps all the ankles. Ah, <laughs> like, oh, Marseille, you lost. You got, you pulled the short straw. Yeah, you have to go snap all their ankles in one game and get like eight red. Fuck <laughs> yourself for the rest shit. of the season. <laughs> That's it. There we go. Thing that annoyed me most about all that was that fucking announcement video they did for him with that drone. Oh, oh yeah. What, eight minutes. <laughs> I didn't want to see every room in PSG Stadium. It was so long. But you fucking watched it there, didn't you? Uh, well, I fast forwarded it. It was like the Irishman. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Irishman. <laughs> it, was, it was. It was way too long. Like it, it was ridiculous, man. <laughs> you, I think they're shoe ins for the Champs League with that. Or... Every single bone in my body wants them to lose. I can't, I can't. If they if they don't win the Champions League, that's an upset, surely. Mate, I've said it. I said it last week. I think if Poch doesn't win the French League, the French Cup, and the Champions League, he should actually have his his coaching badges written. <laughs> I that is an abomination. Not with that <laughs> squad and that starting eleven, which they've got. The front three alone are going to score what easily a hundred goals this season, easily like. It's definitely, it's definitely crunch time for him, though, that Poch. Like, exactly, man, yeah, going it is. From, going from managing Harry Kane, who, yeah, was one of the best players in the world, to going managing three or four of the best players in the world and in a league even, where anything but absolute success is considered a failure. But, like, Kane's, Kane's ego, I don't actually know. I don't know Kane, obviously, but I don't think he's anywhere near the levels of Neymar or Mbappe or, I mean, I don't, I don't, does anyone even know what Messi's going to be like because he's never been anywhere else? Yeah, yeah I know. And not even, mate, you're not even talked about Ramos. You've not even talked about Ramos. His ego is going to be twice as big as anyone's on that fucking team. Fucking hell, if you're Poch's position and it's like 70 minutes, you're winning 6-0, like, who do you take off? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to want to come off at any point? You're you're just going to end up subbing one out of like every game just to get him out of the team. It's an absolute joke. And I think they probably will win, but... I don't think they win. You can't play teams like fucking Claremont and FC Soup du jour every week and then rock up <laughs> to play Bayern in like a massive game. The the teams who play in like more competitive leagues always have the edge over them because they're, they're I mean Messi's gonna be bored out of his mind, isn't he? He's gonna yeah. he might even get near under his own, to be honest. Like he's gonna he got like 70 in one season for Barca, didn't he? Like, yeah. The worst saying is if if I beat up little girls every week. I won't be able to be an MMA champion. Uh, yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> um, I better stop doing that. I've been on that one for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, um, no, I, I, I agree to a point, but I think you've got to consider the state of the, of the continental rivals, right? And oh, is this Baker's Iron Europe? Should I start the jingle? Oh, shit. No, no, no. <laughs> this, this, isn't, this isn't that, like, connected, but... La Liga's got weaker exponentially over the 
summer, I've got to say. I think players have more talent leaves than comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Germany, Bayern are under a new coach. Possibly it could it could work. I think they're probably the only ones I'd say who could definitely stop them. But no one else in Germany is going to be up to up for it. <sighs> It just it doesn't it doesn't feel like anyone else is in the position to challenge that kind of team. I don't well, think the only shining light for me is that that back three doesn't like if they're going to play three at the back it doesn't fill me with confidence. Ramos, Marquinhos, and and Kimbembe. Like, don't get me wrong, like is good, but also they're probably going to play like they're talking about playing Di Maria as like one of the wing back along with uh, what's he called uh, the guy they signed from Inter, the right back Hakimi. Hakimi, like. If you have someone who's got pace in behind, especially against Ramos, like they can be exploited. But like you said, the state of of, of continental football at the moment isn't. I, just, um, I want them to get. I want them to get like the lowest qualifier in the Champions League. Some some someone from like Turkey or something. I want them just to kick the absolute living shite out of them. <laughs> that would just be really funny. Nah, just be glorious. They ended up in the Europa League. <laughs> I know, right? Carabag and that on Thursday. It'd just be mad. <laughs> Carabag. Flying to yeah, flying to fucking Kazakhstan, yeah. I just yeah, I just don't. The first, the first oil club to win the Champions League will, I think, will just change it, change the makeup of it. I think, and it's between City and PSG, and both of them have been hammering away for so long, and they've both been in the last two finals. It's happening sooner rather than later. Now it's just a bit depressing, isn't it? point. I think yeah, I think you're right. I think you're as right. Soon, as soon as it happens once, it means that that's. That that is now a definite viable way of success. Now yeah. you can point to you can PSG you can point to the Champions League and go look it was worth it. I agree, mate. But also we We're are very much getting PSG. off the transfer section, <laughs> and Sorry. now that James has has come back, we can now berate him about what he actually thinks is going to be happening with Mr. Kane. Yeah, I mean he didn't he wasn't in the. <laughs> The, the squad for the City game apparently he started training today and he was in the, the stadium team. though and apparently oh, the fans were singing Harry Kane are you watching what do you think what is going to happen with that James is that going to get put through or not I actually, I actually, you haven't at all, mate. It's all I think about. Um, <laughs> I actually, I actually, I, I really, I'm really not sure. I think with some of the movements we've been making in the transfer market, being linked with Martinez and Vlavovic, is it from Florentina? Vlaovic, I think. Yeah, uh, these <laughs> the numbers that are being thrown around. I don't see those numbers being thrown around unless there's something on the table for Kane. Now we're either going to be stubborn and put our foot down and not sell him, and we've got more money than Levy's let on or a deal's already in place I think but we don't want to let on about it if if we'd have sold him really on in the season really on in the window uh, a lot of clubs would have been like right well we know you've got fucking 150 mil in the bank now so cash up you know so I don't I don't I honestly don't know it could go either way I don't really know how things go if we keep him he's kind of fucked it a little bit everything goes back to normal you think yeah yeah, he's forgiven. Hundred percent, hundred percent. If he if he scores twenty goals for you next this season, sorry, everything's forgotten. The statue, yeah. the statue, the statue's back on. Yeah, the statue is back on. If it could even get you top six, I think the statue would be on even more. Steve, what do you think of this whole situation with uh, with Kane? <sighs> it's gone down in my estimations a little bit. The way it's all gone down, I think. Um, I think he probably does deserve a move to a team to win trophies. I think that's been the case for maybe two two years or so now. But I think he's maybe not done it the best way. Like no nobody held a gun to his head when he signed that six year deal. Um, and he could have. I think he could have been in like the dugout for the game. You know when like if if most teams players are injured or not fit, they're still there. Um, so to not go 
well, he certainly wasn't visible anyway. He said he was at the ground, maybe, but I don't know. I, I just think he'll, I think he'll end up there. I think the the moment I knew he was signing for City is when Pep Guardiola cried because Aguero was leaving, and I just thought, fuck, he's got something in his back pocket. I mean, like, it just, <laughs> it, they just, I mean, two hundred and fifty million on Grealish and Kane together will be. It, it, it's no, nothing's happened like that has it ever in, in English football like nothing that big even if you look at like Madrid they go on these mad spending sprees uh, I know Baker's rubbing his hands together so might, <laughs> might I think if, if he goes then mine and Daniel's bets on what is it? oh Brooms has to get circumcised yeah Brooms has to get circumcised <laughs> there's definitely I mean, a 50 I mean, pound bet and no circumcision involved definitely you know? what was this bet made can I ask? <laughs> I point out we didn't we didn't we said the words we didn't work it out any other way <laughs> Oh no no they did They both went to the toilet And compared <laughs> Who's got a better job Who's got a better cut <clears throat> oh, mate, I'm going to take the 50 quid oh, That I win from this bet And pay someone to do Your circumcision Oh mate I can't I'll wait for, I can't <laughs> wait for City To win the, the league Three years in a row I think you With, probably Can wait for that as, lo- as long as As long as Kane has no significant injuries Oh yeah uh, sorry anyway, That was the, yeah, that was the I'm bet putting that... It wasn't just Kane signs It was Kane <clears throat> wins the league Three years or something So yeah The bet is If Kane signs Broom thinks the city will win the league for the next three years and then nothing there's nothing no 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 no, no. no the, the caveat no there was caveat. De- the caveat was no, no as caveat. long as Kane does not get significant injury <laughs> I said over two months which I think is fair enough he still gets 20 goals a season and at the end of the day like he was always out for two months and a season for Spurs anyway so you know but Baker was too pissed for and he couldn't remember me putting the caveat in there. Oh, all right. But um, anyway. Well, lads, lads we'll, we'll snip this. <laughs> yeah, we'll snip this out. <laughs> Lovely stuff. You're gaslighting me, Daniel. How dare you? Well, shut up, mate. I'm not gaslighting you at all. But if you want if you want to say that, you can. Look, no caveats. Moving on. There was a caveat. I'm I do worry. anything else Kane, about it. If Kane goes to City, I think it's game over for a little while for a yeah. few moments. Yeah. Chaos theory. Chaos theory, man. Too much can change in that time. Well, tell me more about the the Newcastle plans. You brought in one player, and the chaos theory of Steve Bruce uh, bringing in anyone else or not? Nope. <laughs> nope. Twenty five million on Willock is absolutely spunking all your money. Yeah, That's it. move on. It's not spending all our money. It's just buying a player that we already had, pretty much. Yeah. And how how it takes to the fifteenth of August to do a deal for a guy who was already there. And wanted to sign. Want, wanted to sign, and so we basically did. We waited. We just wasted preseason without a new player who we could have had on board from day one. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but no, I don't. I don't see us making any massive moves. We've been linked with like some fucking dross, but I can't see it happening. It'll be players would have to go out for someone to come in. I think. Uh, Liverpool. Any more signings? You think for for Klopp and uh, and them? No, you think it's they're happy with their squad. <laughs> yeah, to a degree. Yeah, I, d- I don't think that as happy uh, as you're going to be. <laughs> yeah, I don't think FSG spend money like too frivolously. I mean, and there's been big signs in the past. Don't get me wrong, but no, I don't, I don't think anyone else is coming in. I think there'll be a few to go out, but I think I read somewhere. I don't know if it's true or not. We we need to ship off a uh, like non what is it like homegrown player. Yeah. Before we can bring anyone in. So there's all these people on Twitter saying, like, why don't we go after Mbappe? Why don't we go after this guy? And it's like, we physically can't because of the limit in our squad being reached. So I think Shakiri might be heading out. I think um, Shakiri to Leon, yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe maybe a couple of others, Origi maybe to go. But I, I don't know. I, I'm happy with the squad we've got if everyone stays fit, which obviously happened badly last season. But 
Mm. I know. I was I was thinking they'd want to bring in a couple more, like with the injuries which he got. But I'm assuming what half a season of playing, you know, quite a few academy kids that gives a lot of them experience, doesn't it? And I'm assuming Klopp's just thinking, you know, them players can kind of come through, and hopefully, if it was any you know, major injuries again, they can step up. I did read something mad though that like, I think, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, but by the end of this season, the majority of the Liverpool players in the first 11 will be over 30. Yeah. And will be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like we're, we're kind of at that cusp now where we, we'd need a rebuild and I'm not sure if Klopp wants that uh, or wants to be there to do that. No. So I think he's quite happy to like kind of do what he's doing with what he's got at the minute. I, I still think City would have won the league last year regardless Regardless, but I think we'd have been much closer if we didn't have those injuries. Hmm. Um, we've still got very much the same team, minus with Wijnaldum, who won the league. But like I said earlier, um, I don't think people like signing Sancho and Lukaku and uh, Grealish is going to like pressure our board into just chasing the the high, if you like, of, of signing someone big for the sake of it. Hmm. Uh, we've been linked with Ad- uh, Adama Traore. I don't know about you boys, uh, he's not like top three or four for me in the Prem. I think he's all right, but I think if he was that good, he'd have stayed at Barca. I don't think he'd be at Wolves now. He's not a game changer, is he? It'd be, it'd be he's an not. all right addition, someone to bring on at 70 minutes, but he's not going to revitalize the squad. He's just a ripped Aaron Lennon. That's, that's all he is. <laughs> <laughs> he is the best in the league at something and that is as you say just fucking tearing down the wing and hoofing it yeah what about United are United's business done uh, yeah I think so I mean I really wanted to bring in Basuma still but it's not going to happen yeah. like so pretty sure it's done yeah um, and Spuds I'm assuming unless Harry Kane does go I'm not really it's kind of an open book with Spurs isn't it? I think we're expected to do a bit more business apparently uh, we're looking for another midfielder another centre back at least and another striker apparently regardless of whether Harry Kane goes or stays that's, if, that's what I've heard if you pull off that Lautaro Martinez deal that would be insane past what's actually going to happen I've got to respect the, the hustle from the window this season I think Romero I think Brian Hill is a really good signing for the future Romero is only 22 or 23 I think uh, Galini as well we brought in our Hugo Larissa replacement so I'm, I'm happy with what's happened so far but I've got like I said I've got respect the, the, the scope and the hustle of what we've done so far Paratici mate he's hey, making moves can I just check as well uh, just going back to Newcastle what are the odds on the fact that Bruce wasn't aware that Willock was on loan <laughs> <laughs> Pretty high, so he was just shocked. He thought when he didn't turn up to pre-season training, he's like, "Where is that lad?" He's gone back to London. It reminds me. It reminds me of a few, like a few years back during our like even more banter years than now. It was when we had Joe Kinnear in charge, and oh, he God. said he, he sent a scout to go and watch a Birmingham City match, and they had a kid. Birmingham City had a kid at left back who's playing really well, was swinging in good crosses, and the the scout went. The scout was recommended to Kinnear to buy him and Kinnear was like okay cool and he said he actually inquired about him he was on loan from us he was our, <laughs> he was our player they're like oh you should buy this Shane Ferguson lad we're like we already fucking have oh wow <laughs> yeah mate it's a cl- this, the, the club is a massive clown car basically <laughs> I think I think we've talked enough about transfers and been depressed about Baker's club enough so as I've been teasing all the way along uh, top six predictions and bottom three do does anyone else want to start? I haven't actually written them down. I'm just going to go off the, off the dome right now. But um, I will start if 
Yeah. Go ahead, mate. Yeah, go for it, mate. Go ahead. I think Manchester City will be winning the league this season again, regardless. Chelsea will probably be second. Mm-hmm. I think Liverpool will probably be third. Mm-hmm. I think I think Ollie and Manchester United might sneak into fourth again. I think I hate to say it, but I think Leicester will be fifth again. I really do. Like they, they look good. They do have good, but I just, I, I don't know. I want to believe they won't be, even maybe at the expense of Man United at some point. Just, just for two in a row, like three in a row. Sorry, it'd be and sixth. I'm kind of racking my brains a little bit. I'm, I'm, I, I thought that. Everton looked good under Rafa. I thought West Ham did look good under Moyes, but can they continue? Um, I don't know. There's always a surprise package. I'll be honest. It could be it could be Spurs, couldn't it? Like they, you know, Nuno could, you know, come good. I mean, like we said, Arsenal are a joke club now, so I don't think it's going to be them. So if I have a gun to my head, I'll go back to Spurs. I think I've got I've got the same top six, just in a slightly different order. I've got City, Chelsea, Liverpool, United, Spurs, Leicester. Uh, I've gone uh, Chelsea top, United second, City third, f- Liverpool fourth, Leicester fifth, Spurs sixth. I don't City third. I don't see City finishing third. Like I do. I think City have got to have a bad season at some point. <laughs> I really do. I don't know. It's out there. Who knows? Hot take. <laughs> Hot take. Hot take, mate. Yeah. Right, what, about re- what about relegation, Daniel? Yeah. What about Weber? What do you think? <laughs> sorry, mate? sorry. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so I think City to win the league. I think Chelsea second, United third, Liverpool fourth. Ooh, really? Yeah. As much as it pains me to say, I was going to say you're really. That's that's painful for you to say, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I think fifth is probably going to be Leicester, perpetually fifth, uh, and I think Villa. They're going to finish it. I think they're going to reinvest. I don't think that much. Uh, uh, there's too many teams that could finish sixth. I just fancy them this year. Yeah, I, I think I had Villa sixth, and then I changed it as soon as someone mentioned Leicester because I forgot about them. <laughs> I think I think Villa are definitely. I think they could, but I, um, I'd be interested to see that Kane goes. It's, it, I just don't know who they can sign to bring in them goals, even if they bring in you know someone for 50, 60 mil. Like Latoya Martinez is brilliant, but it's the Prem in it. It's a different... Mm. Yeah. yeah, and he is... Why are we still about him? And I know this is proper Brexit mindset, isn't it, probably? But like the, the Premier League against him, he's what, about five foot five, five six or something? He's tiny. He's really small. He's going to get bullied at some parts, isn't he? Against, imagine him going up against some of Brucey's lot. He's going to get bullied, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, mate. Emil Kraft will get him scared. Three <laughs> <laughs> right, um, then, Broom. Go. My bottom three... Probably going to be bottom 20th place. Uh, I think it will be Norwich again. Uh, like Steve said, I think they are a little bit too naive still. And I don't think they will. will. Uh, it's kind of a toss up. Unless Brentford can keep that home going, he might struggle like, at home. I really do if he can't keep the game. So them ninth. And I think probably Palace, maybe, unless they make a, a, a managerial change quickly. And if it started going downhill big time with, with Vieira, they'd have to change it up. It's a similar sort of situation as Arsenal. No offense to Palace, but who's really wanting to go to Palace? Their random shouts will go on. Baker. Uh, I've got Norwich last, got Watford 19th, and I have Newcastle 18th. Yeah. 
You don't think you don't? Yeah, fair enough. I didn't even think about. I don't. I, I, don't, I don't think Watford will have enough about them over thirty-eight games to stay up. Uh, okay, bottom three, very bottom. I've got Norwich, then I've got Watford, and then I've got Arsenal. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, it's not the realistic option, but it's what I want. That's just, that is that's the hottest take so far. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine. Come on. Can you imagine that? That'd be glorious. Oh, imagine Arsenal fan TV would go on a shooting shooting spree and kill everyone. Yeah, they they. If Arsenal fans TV started a Patreon, I'd sign up. I think I think you can now. I think they've got some stuff going on. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm fairly sure it's ninety percent not Arsenal fans. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Steve, what do you think, bud? Uh, I think it'd be the three who came up. I think it'll yeah. be. I don't know about order. That's quite. I didn't know order was coming into it, but I think Brentford, Watford, and Norwich will be back down. Um, Brentford looked fucking great on Friday, but I don't know if they've got it in them for the full season. I don't think Watford's manager will last because they never do. Yeah. Uh, I think Farker is too nice. He don't he don't know how to grind the points, I don't think. So yeah, it'll be the, the cycle will continue. It'll be the usual top four and, and the, the three will come up will go down, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can very much see that happening, I must admit. Um anyway, start the jingle, James. Ah, oh, cue the music. Go, 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 my friend. Bakers, eyes on Europe. Uh, the Bundesliga started at the weekend as well. Dortmund's got off to a flyer, smashing Frankfurt 5-2. Haaland scored twice and assisted once, so slow by his standards. <laughs> uh, the Bundesliga had an absolutely insane managerial mix-up over the summer. Like about six teams, these managers have swapped. It's been it's been pretty insane. Uh, well, Gladbach and Bayern drew at the drew on Friday in the first game. Uh, don't read too much into it. Bayern are still going to win easily. And Leipzig lost their first game under their new manager to Mainz, which is quite funny because I hate Leipzig. Um, league and over the weekend as well. I've got to give a special, special, special shout out to Christoph Gautier, who was the manager of Lille last year, who left over the summer to go and join Nice, who have secretly got tons of money. And he went back to his old club and smashed them four 0 And I can't think of a bit like a bigger dick move than that. That's pretty. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. That's, <laughs> pretty strong going uh, elsewhere PSG obviously smashed their team 4-2 and they're not even playing their strongest team yet so that league's pretty much over already um, La Liga was pretty funny because there's been there were six red cards in 10 games and two, including two games that had more than one red card this love a fight uh, Real Madrid Barcelona started off by winning Martin Braithwaite scored twice for Barcelona which I find insane considering how shitty he looked for Middlesbrough and Sevilla started off their season by beating Viacano 3-0 from two goals by Eric Lamella who clearly is actually quite a good player and Spurs fans were all wrong and uh, Real Madrid got off the mark beating Alaves 4-1 Atletico Madrid had, they had to rely on a late goal to beat Celta Vigo 2-1 but they have started off with a win as well this coming weekend is when uh, Syria A starts and special shout out to Venezia who are in the league this year who make everyone travel to their stadium by boat because you can't get to it by land that's it that's it I love the the idea of like fucking Ronaldo on a ferry it's going to be hilarious (laughs) (laughs) they get helicopter in no there's no room I've been there there's no room 
And um, it's the crappiest looking stadium you've ever seen. <laughs> it's like it's like made of scaffolding. It's awful. But it's just like tacked on to the end of the island and there's no room anywhere for anything. <laughs> so you just got to fucking rock up in a boat. That's <laughs> great. Jokes, that, was, yeah. that was the fastest Baker's Eye in Europe ever, I think. I know, yeah, it was. That was brilliant, mate. Keep it that yeah. length all season, I reckon. I'll do my best. <laughs> Uh, no, can't, no. Can't promise anything. There's another league next time. I know, right? <laughs> um, nah, boys, that was good. I think that was good going to. I need to get my my head in the game a little bit more and actually write you some like more fucking, fucking Jack Grealish, mate. But, you know, mate. You can get get a headband around that. I'd definitely get a headband on this shit, couldn't I? Jesus, mate. There's What's so many signs as well. Have you seen? Did you see all the kids in the crowd at the Community Shield who have started yeah. doing their hair like? <laughs> He's breathing, he's breathing, he's basically inspiring a whole new generation of fuckboy, isn't he? He is the perfect player for Manchester, isn't he? Really, like he's Manchester, like, he's, he's Manchester absolutely... loves a trend. For uh, for Man- he's the ideal player for Manchester, completely. Oh, hang on, are you anti Grealish again now, bro? No, 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 no. It is what it is with Grealish, mate. I accept him for who he is now, mate. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll be glad to hear it. Yeah, of course, mate. He's definitely listening. Oh, right. A generation of young man lads with really nice calves. <laughs> 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 every gym every leg machine just taken up across the whole state <laughs> you've been listening to The Away End you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Away End Pod and if you've enjoyed the episode drop us a few quid and check the link in the episode description just tell your mates about this pod because that's the only way we're actually going to get anywhere with this so please please do you guys thanks very much have a good one